Hi, I'm Katie Page. And I'm Paul Ashton. And we made a comedy feature film called This Isn't Funny that Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro helped us produce. Along with us, it stars Anthony LaPaglia, Eddie Gafegi, Mimi Rogers, David Pasquese, Chia Caridis, and Danielle Pennebaker. And it features some hilarious stand-up comedy from Beth Stelling, Ahmed Barucha, Will Weldon... And Katie. And you can stream the film right now in the U.S. store of iTunes, on Google Play, and at Amazon. And if you like it, please tell your friends. Share it and rate it. Thanks so much, guys. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Pour him, pour him one out. Pour him one out for the homie, candle vlogger. Yes, yeah. yeah. pour one out for the homie. None of us have cups today. We should like candles. I would, yeah. I spilled, I spilled Sprite all over this desk in the last show I did in the studio, so I poured a whole cup out for oh. candle vlogger. Um, R.I.P. But you guys, we are here doing your favorite after show, I hope, again. Uh, this is the after show for Scream Queens. Uh, this is episode eight, Mommy Dearest. I am your host, Keaton Markey. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Keaton Markey. Thank you guys who have followed me since the show began. You guys are awesome. I love it. Uh, and I love you for liking my photos because I feel insta-famous, even though I'm not. Anyways, my co-host next to me. Ladies, please introduce yourselves. Hi, everybody. I'm Stephanie Wenger. So excited to be back. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Stephanie Wenger. Hi, guys. I'm Jamie Elias. You can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at Jamie S. Elias. The Instagram and the Twitter. See, uh, <laughs> we are bilingual on the show. Uh, so, overall thoughts of Mommy Dearest, guys, go. I liked it better than last week's episode. I came in last week and I was like, I'm a little over the whole Halloween thing. I felt like we got maybe more questions, not more answers necessarily, but we got further into the mystery of the baby and all of that. And I I was more excited by that than I was the previous week's episode. So I'm kind of back on the bandwagon, Mm -hmm. I would say. Totally. I feel like a lot of obvious questions were answered. You know what I mean? Like um, where they could go one way with the story, they went the obvious way. And I appreciated it because it's all what we kind of thought to begin with. So Mm -hmm. it was nice to just get that affirmation. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I thought... The story in this episode was much better than we've, than we've seen in the past, but with more answers that I feel like we got, we did get more questions, and I thought we also, because they were doing more story, we lost a lot of the fun little quirks that Scream Queen gives us, that and that I love true. about Scream Queens. Yeah. So that kind of made me sad, because I miss Chad. I miss uh, Chad so much. We, yeah, we only had the one, like, little, their date of compliments. Hey, we got him shortlist in this episode, y'all. I just want to remind you. We, did we? No, we didn't. Oh, I'm thinking of last week. I'm sorry. Last week. I'm we did get Boone this this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, Joaquin <laughs> Boonix. Yeah. I don't know. Bukin Phoenix. I don't know how you would do that, but you guys either. can tell us in the chat room what you guys think. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, in the honestly, the best speech or the best kind of lines I thought was Zayday's little speech to Denise. Yeah, it was like, so sassy and like I was like, get it, girl. 
Yeah, I thought that whole interaction was hilarious. And I think every time they're in a scene together, it's always really, really strong. They Mm -hmm. do an amazing job. For some reason, they have good chemistry back and forth together. Absolutely. So uh, this episode was called Mommy Dearest. It was all about mommy issues. And so it was so appropriate that the episode actually kind of the cold open, I would call, because they kind of do it for every episode, was basically a reenactment of the the famous scene from uh, Psycho. And the cool thing about Psycho's connection to Jamie Lee Curtis, if you guys don't know, is that uh, her mom, who is Janet Lee, or Lay, she is actually the actress who was in Psycho. So it was kind of a nice homage. And then we even have Jamie Lee Curtis at one point shout out uh, when the Red Devils attack her. I've seen that movie like more than 50 times, which is probably true. Yeah, she's <laughs> five times. I'm like, damn, okay. That was, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. What did you guys feel about that scene and kind of Dean Munch breaking out her kung fu? Uh, I literally write, and she, she fights back and in inca- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Capital letters fights because it was so intense. You don't expect her. She seems, I wouldn't say buttoned up. That's not a fair description of Dean Munch, but like, I don't know, very kind of not like that. And then you saw this whole other side to her. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty in Scream Queen's fashion for her not to pull up one mask off of Yeah. <laughs> I literally one time. I was like, okay. Like they would. Come on. They like would. and they were like it looked like the mask was even falling off. The mask of oh what is it? Uh Anton oh I can't Oh even, the yeah. Supreme Court Justice. Yeah. That was Antonin totally... um Scalia, I think that's how you say, which yeah, apparently Scalia. Gigi bought uh 70 at the for 70 percent off been in the halloween store so they kind of give a reference to halloween being over uh, it was a pretty like it was a funny punch like to politics i thought it was pretty I, hilarious I, I felt like it was very ryan murphy like yeah. f you kind of yeah. um which is funny because they literally just beat him up and i i again i just i want to get one of the writers in here just to add like i just want to be like how do you guys write an episode of this? Because it they it just things so are they're so random. Yeah, it just feels like they must have like the most fun in the writers' room. Oh yeah, because there's so many pop culture references. There's so many like what you just mentioned with Jamie Lee Curtis, like those kind of throwbacks that you have to know the actors to like understand and things like that. That it must be a blast to do. Well, and even like like because um, that psycho scene was almost I think shot for shot with how the scene was in the original movie, which was so cool. Um, it was, and so it's like not, not only the pop culture references, but then the horror genre, like just yeah. knowledge and yeah. it's just a everything. couple of those episodes too, like Mommy Dearest, that movie, like it's like basically Chanel Oberon's like, like bringing up. Right. So I don't know. We'll get to that, but it's kind of like that homage was pretty rad. Can I say though, I have been confirmed now. Dean Munch is not the killer. Ooh. Remember, I said, but I said that last week. I yeah, said, you, you that's who I think I, we can absolutely check off the list. She's not the killer. And we saw three killers in there, and she was fighting them all. So we know she is not the killer. She might have killed her husband, but she did not kill everybody else. 
She's crazy, but not the crazy. Not that crazy. She's not the Red Devil, or one of the Red Devils, as we should probably know. <laughs> so, now let's talk about back of the Kappa house, because uh, that's kind of where we start back in. We see the remaining Chanel's are still, they're after, they want to frame Grace and Zayday. And they offer Denise, who I'm so glad Denise is back in full force this episode, $3 million if she can find a way to pin the murders on them. And uh, we see Denise interviewing uh, the candle vlogger, a.k.a. Jennifer, um, about Zayday, because she's kind of like Zayday's like, little roommate type of thing. Like sweetmate. Yeah, sweetmate. And um, she tells her the story that Zayday once told her about Zayday wanting, like, plotting revenge against these mean girls at high school, the Peacocks. Uh, do you, what does that make you guys feel about Zayday? It makes me, I don't think it still, I still don't think she's one of the three. You don't think she's one of the killers? I just, I don't see that as... That Red Devil scene where she was being, like, wooed by one was kind of too weird for her to actually be one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just don't see that. I can understand why maybe she thought getting in the sorority kind of gave me an understanding of why she got in the sorority at the fir- in the first place maybe she wanted to like get in and understand these like entitled girls and I, like it kind of gave me a, a little bit more of her backstory and why she's there but it didn't make me think absolutely red devil mhm i honestly i think like she's being set up just like everybody's being set up to be like a suspect so i think that hers just keeps getting stronger i just i don't think it's i mean it could be i don't know but i don't at this point i don't think it's her and uh, somebody just who, who just wrote this down. I, where did it go? Where did it go? Oh, uh, Jorge Jimenez just said, "Those who pill together, kill together." That was so funny. Thank you, yeah. Leah Michelle. That yes. was freaking. Where did you hear that? Nobody yeah. says that. Nobody's ever said that. <laughs> that was so funny. That, that was uh, a great line. But then we see. So and Denise has kind of been after Zayday almost since episode two or three for a while now. Yeah. Um. Since the chainsaw and thing. And so it was. It was kind of interesting to see Zayday come out and give her that speech. Is if you keep messing with me, I will like ruin you. Basically, yeah. but that was that kind of speech. I felt like is given through this entire episode. Didn't Grace have a speech like that too? Like I'm dangerous. Don't you know what I mean? Like I feel like there a lot of characters mm-hmm. are developing that kind of. But one of the things that even though we we found out that Zayday got revenge on these peacock girls, we never found out what that was because she disowned the candle vlogger and then R.I.P. Jennifer. She was killed while she was making a candle vlog, which, why wouldn't she see the devil behind her? That's what I was confused about. Maybe she's focused on the candle. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, she seems like such an oddball person that, like, maybe it's just she was focused on her candle (laughs) vlog. I don't know. Um, I did wonder, though, if the point of that, that she was immediately killed, was that everybody thought it would be Zayday because she... Like, oh, they're trying to pin like it now on Zayday. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I just thought that that was too obvious. That it was like she got angry at her roommate and then would turn around and kill her. That's like a really too obvious. Yeah, I feel like. but Scream Queens does that. I, I feel you. I'm with you there. But yeah. Scream Queens is like notorious for doing that, being like, "Here's the answer, and we're going to forward it and make you think it's not really the answer, but in fact, this is a simple." We're going to make as you second guess. Yeah, exactly. everything. Um, that is true. <laughs> How creepy was that? The kind of like the dead, the the candles, and her sitting on the table. I, that really disturbed me more than a lot of things in this show have disturbed me. Well, I just. Like the wax over. Uh, just uh, it was weird. It really? just really I didn't like not. it. I it was... thought it was kind of funny. I'm going to be real with you guys. I'm going to be like, they would. Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
And another thing, when they do kind of the candlelight vigil for her, which is so great, all those candles were lit, and it was an outside shoot. So props to whoever had to keep all those candles lit, because I'm sure that was a pain in the butt. Do you think that they were real candles, or do you think they were, like, the fake where you go underneath and, and, like, turn it on, like, battery-operated candles? I mean, all the candles in her room were real candles. Yeah. And I think they looked real. Okay. I think they look because they did a couple like closer things of like you know the Chanel and stuff. I I think they were all real, but regardless, it's probably a pain in the butt to like make sure everything's working. Oh no! And, yeah. Uh, props to their crew, regardless. Yeah. I just was like on a technical note. What, what do we think? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they do. That crew works hard. You can tell with everything that they do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's see. Then then where do we go? So oh, then Chanel. Hire Scotland Yard. Yeah. I thought this is the best part of the episode. <laughs> to find out who the killer is. And uh, they end up only finding out that Chanel number 5 has been working on... Uh, t- who's been trying to kill Chanel. And uh, they also discovered that Grace's mother was, at one point, the president of Kappa when the bathtub baby was born. And thus, the girl who wanted to make Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, the official song, anthem... Special thing, national anthem, I think. Yes. I kind of love that that's her mom. Yeah. <laughs> I like kind of love that. I'm like, that is freaking hilarious. Her mom was like the precursor, like the 95 I Chanel. Know. Guys, I kind of, we'll get to this at the end, but because of this, I have like such a new theory for the end of the <gasps> show. Ooh. Like very nip Now I'm super excited to hear that. I know. Um, but I have to say that I felt like, it, it really kind of paints this picture of that Grace's mom was the exact opposite to what she is trying to yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like, all put together and investigative, and she... I, I don't believe for one second when Gigi talks about that she's failing out of school. I don't believe that for a, a single second. I don't either. Yeah, like, that seems crazy. Well, but this also makes me question her dad even more. And, like, so a lot was revealed about Gigi. We see kind of, like, a a whole Gigi versus Grace element this episode. Um, because Grace and Pete... She can't get the info. She gets the name of uh, the woman who had the baby. Sophia, right? Sophia. Oh, my goodness. What is it? Sophia. Yeah, Sophia Doyle. Doyle. She gets the name Sophia Doyle from Dean Munch, so she kind of keeps her into the bargain, but not really. And then they go to the insane asylum because they're like, oh, she must have gone here. They get paintings from... um, the crazy woman who paints, I paint them all, and they get <laughs> they get a picture of just Gigi, and then they get a painting of Gigi with a boy and a girl baby, which, I don't know guys, last week we discussed, maybe they're siblings, but then we also figured out that I don't know, maybe because maybe maybe the girl baby, maybe they're not twins, not brother and sister. Maybe the girl baby was the president's baby because she got rid of her. I don't know. I don't, it, that's what okay. I started to wonder. With, were, if they're through two mom yeah. or two, 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 yeah. two, yeah. Okay, going back to like mommy dearest, right? So that's what this episode's called. Yes. In mommy dearest, the girl is adopted. So this made me think like, what if Chanel is adopted? What if Chanel is the bathtub baby? What if Chad is Chanel's twin brother? What if this whole thing is like a nip tuck incest situation? Like, that has happened before in, in those kinds of, in, like, Ryan Murphy-made shows. That kind of stuff has happened. No, I, you just, Mike no. dropped. We, guys, we, can, we can end I, the show, guys. We know what's going to happen. I don't know. Please, sorry, spoiler alert. I don't that's, know. That's it. But that's, that's like, the first yeah. thing I thought. It was like, wow, they actually really do look a lot alike. And that's something, like, Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk would do. Like, it, it is. That's, yeah. like, a, an end goal that could happen. Is that, though, something that would happen at the end of the first season or... 
the end of the show. I feel like if you drop that, that show is done. Like, but I think it's if if Scream Queens gets picked up for another season, which it's an anthology, right? Yes, there's a lot of rumors. I, I that you know, ratings have been eh, but on the social media, it's kind of gotten a little bit of a cult following, which yeah. is great. Um, so we'll see what the network decides. But yeah, I, I think it's more would be more of an anthology because how how long can you really continue this story? Right. So Too you're long. saying that would so this storyline on this campus or this yeah. pit, or this sorority would wrap up. Yes, I knew it was supposed to be an anthology. Or they would both die. Yeah, and it's interesting. That would be crazy, and I want you here for the after show for the finale if that's the case. Oh my gosh, that would be insane. I, that amazing. Oh, Amazing. It could be though, right? Am it I, could am be. I like yeah, a crazy be. person for even thinking that's a possibility? I feel like I, if that happens, you like deserve a cupcake. Just nothing, <laughs> nothing surprises me on the show. Like yeah. not one thing would surprise me. Wow, back to wow. God. Sorry, okay, I'm so, sorry. no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I love how she's like, I'm gonna wait to the end of the show, and, and then I'm I like, had to. Two minutes later, you guys, <laughs> I had to. We got into it, so I was like, it's happening. Um, I can't so not. we also got some information about how Grace's father met his mother. So now we know for sure Wes is her father. Because yeah. I was kind of questioning, like, was you know the whole adoption thing? Maybe uh, she wasn't adopted, or she was adopted by Wes for some reason because she didn't have anybody. But uh, that she. Got Got, the president got knocked up, dropped out of college, became a drug addict, died in a car crash when she was driving drunk, and uh, was pretty psycho. And um, Grace was told that she died in a fire, and that and Wes, her dad, even burned the house down. <laughs> he's kind no, of a weird. He's I, weird. Do you think he's just stupid? I think that he's stupid. After this episode, I'm like, I thought you were like conniving and like a mastermind. Now I just think you're kind of gullible. He's kind of like an adult Chad Radwell. Like he's an like yes. like Chad is just an idiot. And I mean, and he date you know he knocked up the the president, and so uh, yeah, I don't know. I, know. I I I'm worried about Chad. I'm worried about where his life, the direction is going for Chad. <laughs> I know. I feel Be careful, like, Chad. That's like what we always come away with at the end of the episode. We're like, oh, Chad. We hope you're okay. Like, <laughs> that's like one of those things where everyone else seems like masterminds and like they're all like working for themselves, and Chad's just like happily bouncing along. And just like as long as I get to put my pee in some V, I'm good. <laughs> Even not that. But yeah. <laughs> and, and someone um, tweeted us about, do you think? Uh, he is the mastermind behind all of it, and he's playing dumb, which would be a really interesting twist. It would be. Yeah. That for sure would be an interesting twist. I don't believe it. I just, but I think it would be interesting. Oh my gosh, that, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, now, uh, so let's see, where, where are we now? So Dean Munch, uh, she, she's obviously a target for these killers. Um, we got the name. So let's see. Uh, so we have the portrait. So we see Grace confront Gigi. Right. And when Grace confronts Gigi, Gigi... Takes plays, off her mask. Yeah, gets mean and um, gets crazy, which we all know Gigi is crazy. But yeah, it's like, she's kind of like, well, me and your dad are engaged. Bomb drop. What? Uh, and then she like flashes this ring, and you're like, "What? What is that? I can't see." Uh, she bought it herself, yeah. which we find out she bought herself, and yeah, she kind of she gets scary too. So she shows the the Gigi that we've kind of been seeing for a couple episodes that she is kind of the mastermind behind all of this. But do you guys think Gigi is Sophia Doyle, or do you think? I think Gigi is the 
hag of whatever. Yeah, she's the hag. Yeah. But I think that I don't. I think that she was a friend. I think that somehow her and the dad knew each other before. Her and Grace's dad knew because they had to have. Yeah, right? they had to. That's they what ha- I'm so confused about because they act like they don't know each other. Exactly. So I think that Gigi is like has. There's more depth to that story that we just haven't found out yet, and she's crazier than we think she is. You this know? thought just popped in my head. Do we think that she knows exactly who Wes is and like came to the school to be with? West and like understood all this was happening and he hasn't recognized her yet. Like she changed her appearance. I can in some... see, I can for sure see that. Like that could definitely be something. Right, because she going seems on. crazy enough that like maybe she dramatically changed something about her appearance. That... And they said that this plot has been in like the thick for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's like, this is what we've been working towards. Mm-hmm. Like you're not doing our brand. You know? Yeah. Well, and then Gigi not only goes and tells Wes like all these lies about Grace before Grace even gets a chance to get to her dad that she's. Failing out of school, that she has mental problems, and that she should be admitted. If yeah, she's, if you're a good father, you'll you'll admit her. <laughs> and he's like nodding his head. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. Well, it, it was interesting because it came after that scene of him telling her that he always wanted to be a good father, and he went to great lengths to do that for her. And then when she's like, to be a good father, you would have to commit her. It kind of made me think, like, is he this guy who? would actually consider that like and and that was a scary place to be i think even in like this jokey kind of show that's a interesting place just as like thinking in real life yeah 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 i don't it, that was weird and i just and i don't understand like why he believes you it just doesn't it doesn't stupider than yeah he's, he was. yeah i think yeah. he's just really he's a lot dumber yeah, yeah they're I, just super naive yeah seems really naive to really every, dumb not everything that's going on just like oh Okay, like she thinks my daughter should be committed. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it everything seems like a surprise to him and that's disturbing. That yeah. yeah. So then we so one of the things let's go back to Denise and the Chanel's and all that fun stuff, but Denise moved in has moved in now to the sorority house to mm-hmm. help kind of find more clues, which is mm-hmm. hilarious, gave us a lot of great little love lines. You, Denise. We love Denise. Um and then also we see these couple confrontations between Chanel and Grace, which they they play off each other very, very well. And just talking about Chanel, let's talk about her awesome dress tonight with the snake. Yeah, it, was it was perfect. Rad. Like, where do you find that? What is that? I don't know. Costume designers hit us up. Like, did you make that or did did you find it? Like, I just want to know. Hit us um, with a tweet, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, acid trip. Somebody. Ghost8386. Acid trip. LOL. Oh my gosh, people are writing really, really funny thing, things on the chat. Um, <laughs> anyways, so we see this one kind of confrontation between Grace and Chanel, where Chanel kind of reveals a little bit of her backstory. And it turns out Chanel comes from a very, very crazy family, the very, very uptight, crazy mother. She also has mommy issues, and so she's trying to relate to... Um, to Grace and uh, actually, did that that happen in the coffee shop or did that happen when they were in the house? Coffee Cause shop. It, yeah, because at first she kind of it's throws all this information at Grace and like kind of rips her a new one and really hurts Grace's feelings. And then that was mean. That was so mean. That was super mean. Yeah, no, that's like even for Chanel. I was to, like, damn. Yeah, it takes it beyond like high school or college, whatever semantics, and like made it kind of yeah, tough, awful. Stop talking smack about my mom. Like, yeah, what? she has like her, because Scotland Yard gave her a whole file on, on her mom. Yeah. Mom, and it is really sad because I think Grace had really, she thought she'd figured it out. She has thought she'd figured it out a lot of times in this show already, but I think this is what, like this is the episode <laughs> when she was like, I really got it. I got it this time. And then to find out that she comes from like this 
basically a sh- version of Chanel, I think, yeah. that has to... Right. Yeah. I did wonder if they were trying with Chanel's story about her mother, mm-hmm. trying to give her some sort of, get some sympathy or something going mm-hmm. for her, but it didn't work for me anyways, if that was the goal of that. I don't think that was the goal, because I don't think Chanel's a character that, like, they ever want you to feel empathy for. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, the charm of her, in, right. in a sense, like, right. is that there is no empathy for her. Right. And she, there, she's a Joffrey. And there was that parallel. <laughs> I think that they put that in there just for the Mommy Dearest parallel. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I just, I just was like, oh, I, if I'm supposed to feel this, I, I certainly don't. And I kind of like that Chanel doesn't care what anybody thinks. Like, they've made this character that will say anything, do anything, and she doesn't care what, who really? she... Oh, I think that she cares what everybody thinks. I think Chanel is, like, the epitome of what is... Not what's wrong, but, like, hurtful... Things that are hurtful towards women in society. I think that Chanel cares what guys think about her. I think that Chanel cares what her oh. peers think about her. Oh, I think you could absolutely argue that in a larger sense, but on screen at a very surface level. Oh, just zero yeah, F's. Y- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that's what I, I like. They wrote a character that, like, the Gives thing she says. Zero. But Literally, yes, I understand zero it F's. as a larger societal. Sorry, issue. I just got way too deep. I no, didn't mean no, to do that. no. I, I appreciated it. She's talking bodies. It's a great point. It's a great point. No, I, I agree with you that she has a lot of the things that we talk about in like why teenage girls and things like that are dealing with some of the issues they're dealing with. You could point <laughs> the at that sorry, you, you, you could... <laughs> I can't, can't believe we're going there. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, you could argue uh, <laughs> Chanel-ish individuals would be a representation of that. <laughs> She's an outlandish version of all, basically, of all the problems young girls have in their lives. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's terrible. She's terrible. Sorry. Uh, I just was like, wow, we really... Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, back to the episode. Um, we finally got back your love. All of our love, really. Yeah. And every day he's muscling. Yeah. Um, we have Boone yeah. as returns. My boy. My boy Boone! Oh, <laughs> um, oh and he's so got bad. a nasty beard. Um, Is it nasty, though? I mean... Stop it. It's Nick Jonas, and I wouldn't be <laughs> mad about it. I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, you know what, honey? If that's what makes you happy... Get your beard on. Cool. <laughs> Get your beard on. It's No Shave November. Yeah. <laughs> Although, we're, I want to see a, an awesome stash. When he first shaves that, he better give me some a stash first. Or, like, some, like, like a it? monkey tail or, Did like, some chops. Did you think it was real? No, God, no. I was going to say, I was like, I don't think that was I real. don't think Nick Jonas can grow facial. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, he can't. I just, I'm thinking of baby Jonas. No, he can. I've seen him on Broadway and he's phenomenal. We, I love, we, we are falling apart quick here. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Woo! I love that. I believe me, I have the biggest crush on Nick Jonas. No, don't worry I, about I was it. just like, I, I didn't think it was like, I, it was so clearly a disguise. Like, that's all I meant by that. Yes. But he looked like Joaquin Phoenix. And, um. Shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. Where's he at? Joaquin! I haven't seen him in a minute. Okay. Yeah. I loved you in Gladiator, man. <laughs> Walk the line, you were awesome. And when he did the autograph, it was like very basic cursive Joaquin Phoenix. (laughs) That was a good scene, I'm not going to lie. I was super into that. Oh my gosh. But we we see him, he's on the phone with another killer discussing Gigi and how Gigi needs to be Mm -hmm. killed next. Who do you guys think that is? Who do you think the third one is? I think the third one is definitely the leader of the bunch. Like, I think... it. I'm assuming it's somebody's That's leading. the big reveal is, is right. going to be whoever that third one Right. Was. So who's the leader? And then I'm assuming Nick Jonas is like, 
excuse me, Boone, is the right-hand man to this. Second in command? Yeah, second in command. See, I think Nick Jonas is the leader, and I think the, because, well, no, I think whoever is, like, is is the one that Nick Jonas, I don't know, because Nick Jonas seems to be the one, like, doing all the orders, and, like, even when, like, the person came to get him out of the morgue, he was like, about time you got here, you know? So he seems like the sassy, like, one, because I don't think he would be ordering around the leader if he wasn't the leader. But I also feel like the person who's leading it has to have, like, a crazy vendetta against Kappa. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder, the only reason I would think he wasn't the leader is that he seems always to be, like, giving advice, like, we gotta get rid of her. Rather, I took it more as, like, we should be getting rid of her rather than like I'm getting rid of her. If but Gigi, sense. but like, even Gigi was like, he's got to go. He's going. Like yeah. so, Gigi even seems like she could be like the leader of it because she has like all the reasons too. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I guess you could point that. What do you guys on. think in the chat? Oh, somebody says it was Gigi. No, they were talking about killing Gigi Jorge. Hmm, yeah, the two red devils seem to be pretty tall. I think the 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 British guy that Zayde had kind of a crush totally on. I think he, it would so make sense, sense mm-hmm. if it was him. Um, but yeah, but we haven't really heard Earl much Grey. about him though. Yeah, his, his name's Earl, Earl Grey, Grey, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I it's still on the chat. Who do you, oh people keep thinking Gigi's the leader. Gigi's the leader. Yeah. So maybe there's a coup of Gigi, which another person said. I hope they kill off Gigi. Third one is the other baby that is a girl. Oh, that's Manish uh, Saye, um, which that makes sense. Yeah. But so then who's the boy? Boone. Then who's the boy, though? Boone. But the... Really? Boone is the boy. Okay, then think of somebody who looks like Boone. Like, in my... Is it, like, Leah, Michelle, and Boone? Are they the siblings? Like, is it Hester and Boone? It would make... It would make sense. I mean, she seems like the most crazy killer type person. We've already seen her dirty work. I don't know. I don't know. Um... But or, yeah. Never mind. I'm just, like, forwarding my crazy idea. If it was Chad, if Chad really was behind everything but then he wasn't the but there's three of them so it's hard to say but if it was chad then he could be like my mom was killed not knowing that chanel is his sister and he could have a vendetta against kappa because his mom was killed and nobody cared about his mom Mm. so it would make sense for one of those babies to be the red devil but one of them can't be it can't be both of them but then it would also make sense that he's torturing chanel the president of Kappa, because technically the president of Kappa let his mom die. Exactly, but not knowing that Chanel is actually his sister. Oh. If that's the case, I could be making stuff know. up. Chanel and Boo, did Chanel say one of her siblings got disowned? She did, but oh, I don't... Oh, Harvard and... What was the other one's name? I wrote those oh my down God, they're they're great. It was so Harvard funny. and something else. Harvard Muffet. <laughs> <laughs> those names, I was like, Again, yes. The writers. I Harvard need to find out Muffet. who you are, and I need you to come in the studio. Yeah, Harvard and Muffet? Where do you even come up with that? Where do you come up with any of this stuff? I I'm going to start it. Googling and just, like, cold calling these these writers, because I want you hilarious. in here. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, we, uh, we only have four episodes left of the show this season, so who knows what's going to happen, but we... Nope, four. Eight? There's 13, right? Nope. There's yeah. only four episodes left. Four episodes. Yeah, because I think the last one's two hours. Oh, mm-hmm. got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, anyways, any favorite lines from tonight, guys? Um. Oh, I wrote one down, I think. Um, now I'm going to have trouble finding it. Do you have a favorite? Ooh, I have a couple. Hold up. Let me see. I don't... Um... I like that we're all like... Oh, right, here, here we go. 
I don't know what brand of G-string you use, but I feel like angels are flossing my buttocks, so thank you. <laughs> it's amazing. She's it's, so good. Yeah, that's... Uh, I liked, when, again, going off Denise, I liked when she was like, you gotta apologize or I will take your man. I'm like, oh my gosh, she could. I want her to. Please take Chad Redwell. I mean, that would be a whole thing onto itself. Exactly. Um, I just liked when she was describing herself, the way her mother saw her, as a prodigy at firing nannies. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, that's a phenomenal description of a child. Oh my gosh. And she's like, but none of those things counted. I don't know why those weren't grades in school. <laughs> I'm rich. Stupid rich. Yeah. That's what, uh, oh, Benish, I, I okay. Benish, you've already said cool things. Okay, wait. T.L. Graham, the real question is, why are you the same size as a 40-year-old woman? <laughs> that was a good one. That was really good. Oh my goodness. That was super good. <laughs> Chandler if I was pissed. Aww. She's like perpetually mad. I think she's one of my favorite characters just because like she says intelligent things sometimes yeah. and people are like, no, you're stupid, Chanel. I just think it's so funny her character. Yeah, I just feel like she gets like brushed under the rug because she's right? just like, they don't believe anything and you're like, no, that was a good thought. Why is no one believing her? Okay. Sorry, Chanel. Sorry. Okay, so any more predictions for next week after seeing that preview? Mm. Any predictions online as well? Predictions, predictions, predictions. I know you dropped a big one today. I know. I know. Um, I have to say that I still am pointing a finger towards Grace as being the third um, person involved in all of this. I feel like she is trying to be such a goody two-shoes, and I'm not sure that it's not going to swing back around. What by what? I just need to throw this out there uh, while we're waiting for more predictions is, uh, I'm an American. I don't need to understand anything. <laughs> oh, Scotland Yard. Yeah, that did make that me laugh so out loud. Yeah. That's really funny. You know we have no jurisdiction here, right? <laughs> Oh, oh wait! So oh, somebody said. Oh, Nigel Green says there's a pic of Nick on set with the fork with forked stab wounds that Zayday gave to the Red Devil. Well, we know Nick. We know he. We already know he's bad. He wouldn't have been able allowed to put those pictures up, like without you know right. us already knowing that he's involved. So. I, I I I agree. Like cool finding that, but yeah, we that's no. Is Hester really pregnant? And who is the daddy? Because we did see Hester yell, "I'm pregnant." Um, right. Boone or Chad is the daddy? Boone? I don't know. We don't know. They could be working together in cahoots. Could. Hester's into that stuff, like these creepy dudes. I just wondered if it was uh, Fox playing with us on that one. I I'm not sure. I believe that Hester's really pregnant. Really pregnant. I felt like maybe <laughs> unless I do full circle, yeah. unless it's a full circle where the end of the episode is that somebody dies giving birth to a baby in a bathtub, and also, it's freaking Hester. Also possible, but I just feel like. Um, that was like one of those things where it's gonna be like some sort of flat, like I, somehow those words came out of her. Traps Chad into like a yeah, yeah. relationship. Right, it's something. It just feels like a little too. I well, don't know. I know we are getting to see Chad's family at some point because Chad Michael Murray is guest starring and he's playing Chad's older brother. Right. Uh, if you guys know, if you don't know who Chad Michael Murray is, get out from under a rock. Go, go watch Cinderella Hill. Story and go watch uh, One Tree Hill. Cinderella Story with freaking Hilary Duff. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> watch your classics, people. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to kind of figure out maybe they will play off that Hester is pregnant for like an episode and then Chad will bring her home to meet the family. I don't yeah. know. I could see that happening. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Everybody's kind of saying the same thing. But thank you guys all so much for watching in the live chat. We love you guys. We love the interaction you guys give us during the week. So it's awesome. It makes the show and watching the show so much more fun. Um, until next week, ladies, where can we find you? You can find me at Stephanie Wanger on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Jamie S. Elias on the Instagram and the Twitter. And you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Keaton Markey. Make sure to check us out on iTunes as well. You can download this as a podcast for free. Check us out on YouTube. Give us good ratings. Give us thumbs up. Uh, keep the lights on in our studios because uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 